0: This podcast contains strong language and adult themes. Listener's discretion is advised. Hello, and welcome to A Page Too Far, the show where
1: each week one of us reads a book and tells the other all about it. Will it be bad? Will it be good? Who knows? Let's find out. My name is Inigo Montoya. You thought you knew where this was going. It was a lie. And with me, as always, is my co-host, the Six-Fingered Man's Sixth Finger. (laughs) How you doing? I don't know. Which finger am I? Um, I don't know. It, it it looks like it's like a, a second pinky finger, but it might be a ring, like a, a second ring finger in the middle. Okay. You're the, you're the sixth finger, like which, whichever one's not supposed to be there.
0: So I feel useless. Yeah. But without me, there's a not- noticeable absence. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. That's how I'm feeling. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if I tried to do the show by myself. I couldn't. It would just be me talking and laughing at my own jokes. Yeah. No. People that run a podcast by themselves... I don't know. It's got a different energy. It, you have to be a certain type of person. You do. You have to be a certain type of person. You have to have, and you have to bring it every yeah. episode. You can't depend on it's the other person. It's all on you. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That's why I love our format. Honestly, I really do. I love the way they yeah, do me this too. I love it. Kind of gives us a break uh, on the episodes that we're not reading. Right. We still react and everything like that, but it kind of gives us a, a little bit of leeway here. Um, but we want to open this episode with uh, feedback. Okay. Because the, the last episode that came out, it's not the last one that we recorded. So it's going to be kind of a gap year, but, um, but the last episode that came out was Coldwater Veins. Uh Uh-huh. And we had, we ended it with, with something that I didn't realize we were keeping in the episode, uh, which was hashtag give us the women, which I think you said, hashtag give us the women, uh, bring bring us the women, bring us the women,
0: something like that. Hashtag bring us the women. Yeah. Um, yeah which i i i was going to take it out but once i got to that point in editing i realized i'd accidentally taken out the part where we said we want you to send us books right. with strong female leads so right. at the and end yeah. i was like eh, i listening guess I'll back just to it makes sense
1: in context but that was hilarious i laughed at that <laughs> when i listened back to it that was funny shocking to me that got probably the biggest reaction that we've had on the show so far yeah um, I've, I've had a few, a few listeners that I know message me personally, uh, and then we got some, uh, some feedback into our inbox as well that we are, we're going to read out here in just a little bit. Okay. Um, so the, the first one is, uh, we talked about Leia, princess Leia from, right. from Star Wars. And I said that she doesn't do much. Right. I, I still kind of hold to that, but I
0: haven't, uh, gone back and watched it in a I would long have time. to look at it with yeah. a critical eye. Cause every time I watch it, I'm just thinking of
1: yeah. the cool stuff. So. Um, but faithful listener, all seeing I, uh, who has uh, written in a couple of times, he, uh, said he'll fight me, uh, first off, okay. Um, on, over the fact that Leia wasn't, wasn't much. Um, and he also brought up some points that she is like the leader of the rebellion, which right. is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, she, she is enslaved and kills the guy who enslaves her. Right. Badass. Uh, which I completely forgot about. I'll be honest. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, on Endor, she, um, she is kid- like kidnapped, a... but then re- revered. She becomes like
0: an ambassador, kind
1: yeah, of. to the uh, to the indigenous species of Endor, uh, and they help without without her and without them, they, the the rebellion would have lost on that planet, and the whole thing would have lost. Um, I had forgotten most of that movie if I'm mm-hmm. if I'm being completely honest. It's been so long since I've seen it, uh, and that's unforgivable. But um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and rewatch it. We'll see. Because okay. yes, but she also, as far as I remember. There's only one other female character in that movie and I don't think they ever have
0: a conversation. No, I think I think you're Well, there's also the Twi'lek dancer. She gets eaten by the way. <laughs> she Ryan doesn't Cora. have a conversation with anyone either. No. She struggles and then gets eaten. She doesn't even say a word. <laughs> no, she doesn't. There's this there's the the singer lady with uh, I don't even say the singer. I don't even want to talk about the singer. <laughs> the long there snout. Is, there is no singer. Um, in the, in the books and the, uh, what's now the legacy yes, series, yes. uh, in the books she did way, way more.
1: Oh, for sure. Uh, yeah. She yeah, was yeah. a
0: very active player. And then you had Mara Jade, which is probably my favorite female character in star Wars. Yeah. Period. She's excellent. Uh, she's she gets done dirty, but she's excellent.
1: The other thing we got was uh, a message to our, our personal inbox, uh, well our show inbox, I should say that is from faithful listener, Andrea. Okay. And she gave us. Some suggestions for movies with strong female protagonists. Sweet, okay. As well as some literature that she's read, uh, and and um, I don't know if she's read all of this, but things that she's heard about. Uh, and then she said she has a lot more if we're interested. Um, but let's go through these ones first. And I'm just kind of summarizing here. I'm not going to read it. It's a, it's a very, very detailed email. Okay. Uh, and I'm not going to read the whole thing, but um, she mentions Moana from Moana.
0: Yes. Okay, that's y- a good example. Yep, yep, yep.
1: Uh, uh, going against the... Uh, traditions that had been set down because right. they had
0: been set down um that we do because that's just what we've always done right in in a similar vein uh mulan which i think is one of the best examples yeah, yeah, of yeah strong yeah. female characters yeah so very similar
1: yeah i agree with that um tiana from princess and the frog which is not a film i've seen personally never,
0: i've never seen that either um that was it was what the last like true animated yeah disney princess movie that was around the time where i wasn't even paying attention to disney stuff yeah that was like before mcu and all that yeah yeah, I would say uh, Rapunzel from Tangled. I fucking um, love Tangled.
1: Just throwing that one out there. That's, yeah,
0: that's my favorite princess no, movie. No, same. Is yeah, Rapunzel
1: is the best. The best Disney <laughs> princess, in my opinion. Uh, and I will fight anyone on that. Um, she says pretty much all of the women in Stranger Things, except Karen, uh, get her a therapist. Um, <laughs> I've only seen season one, and that was a little bit after it came out. I, yeah. I, I, I have no memory of
0: seeing I've the, uh, seen Stranger Things. I've seen every episode, but I remember so little of that mm-hmm. show um i'd have to rewatch it because i yeah. really don't remember anything yeah i was told i would love it and i loved the first season and yeah. then i just never continued it i i remember st- stuff from season three because that was my favorite i mm-hmm. don't remember seasons one and two but season gotcha. three it was so good amy and rosa from brooklyn Nine. uh that we have a mutual friend who's a big fan of that show yeah. but i have not sat through that show I, yeah. i'm not big into like comedy shows I like no. it. it's always sunny in Philadelphia, but like Brooklyn Nine Nine, I haven't tried. I have seen I s- a couple episodes, but yeah, I think I saw one episode yeah. in full.
1: Yeah, um, I saw maybe two or three, and it was with our mutual friend, right? Um, so I was just talking to him the whole through the whole thing. I didn't really remember it. Uh, and then she said she would also argue Louise from Bob's Burgers. Um, she's nine, but she's still pretty great. Which okay. again, that's another show I haven't seen.
0: I mean, I don't I don't think age has anything to do with a good female character.
1: No, I don't think so either. Um, and, and from what I've seen, cause I, I, I scroll through meme pages occasionally and she's always like, they'll always have like a caption from her as like a reaction. It's almost like right. a small has like, how there's like a, a reaction to anything using a GIF from that show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was Smallville, and I think heroes was the other one that has like, you can find a gift for any situation. Really? Um, but there's one from like Bob's burgers too. Like I, I, I've never seen <laughs> there's, there's all kinds of reaction gifts and things like that from her specifically. Uh literature she talks about Jane Austen
0: okay um who i have read very little of yeah no that was the that was the the author all my sisters were into so um i reflexively as a boy just avoided it <laughs> but yeah i mean if there's a if there's a good one that's not solely a romance that i'm down to try a jane austen novel the other things that she talks about are Uh, Sarah from
1: Stuart Turton's The Devil in the Dark Water, which, which is a book that's been recommended to me a lot recently. Um, I haven't read it. It looked interesting. I may pick it up sometime. I don't think I'll read it for the show. Okay. Um, but uh, maybe I will. We'll see what happens. Uh, and then Virginia from the Red Rising series by Pierce Brown. Okay. Which is another series that I've heard of, but never read. I've, there's a lot of, I think that, that one has a lot of parodies of it. Okay, or it, it, things that take inspiration from it—that's good. Um, and then Coraline from Neil Gaiman's yeah, Coraline, which which okay. I didn't realize because um, it is it is a Tim Burton movie. Right. I didn't realize it was based on a book.
0: Yes. And yeah. I also
1: didn't realize that Neil Gaiman wrote that book. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fascinating to me. She said she tries. She she has a lot more, but uh, that was a good basis. Um, she also talks about something called the manic pixie dream girl trope. Yes, that that's a personal annoyance of mine. <laughs> So this is something that I'm aware of subconsciously. I didn't know there was a name for it uh, until somebody spelled it out. I wasn't it wasn't in the front of my mind. But for for those who may not know what it is, um, it's the uh, the emotionally unstable, small, conventionally attractive girls with a weird quirk or hobby to make them not like other girls. Mm The I'm just different, which reminds me of this shirt that I saw when I was at an amusement park years ago, which just said, I see seen kids. Oh, God. <laughs> Which was amazing.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
1: um, but it's it's that same thing where it's like the people, like the Goss and the Emos who, who, were, who were in high school who were like, I want to be different than everybody else. And in doing that, I'm going to be exactly like everyone else who wants to be different than anyone else. Yeah. Which, I mean, you are who we are. Like, it, it's a people group. That's fine. Right. Um, but that is that is a trope that exists in a lot of literature. Uh, she talks about John Green novels specifically. There's also the uh, something that I found out after the last episode, because I did a little research of my own, um, called the Bechtel test, which yes. is something that you were familiar with, uh, which is a a description test that you can run any piece of material through to start a basis of is this a strong character? Right. It 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 never proclaims itself to be the measurement, but it says this is a good starting place. It's a fair metric. Yes. To 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 get an idea. Um, and it says, uh, Are there at least two female characters depicted having a conversation that does not revolve around men? Um, which I would say Star Wars does not pass, personally. Right. Okay. Um, at least the, the original trilogy. Now, if we find that one scene about where Leia's is talking to Mon Mothma, I may be wrong. Yeah. But I'm sticking to that. Um, if you want your feedback right on the show, um, or if you just want to tell us something, I mean, you know, we say this at the end of each episode, but uh, a page too far at gmail.com, it's a page too far at gmail.com. We should get like a theme song or something for, for our letters segment.
0: (laughs) Our letters, I'll, I'll work on something.
1: But yeah, that's, that's, that's all we have for feedback today. So now we're going to jump into the actual episode. This book that I've read this week was a, I think, I I think I mentioned this in Coldwater Veins. This is the second novella that I picked up at the same time. Right. Yeah. As Coldwater Veins that is from Audible Originals. So it's another audiobook. Uh, and it was also advertised as having a strong female lead. Mm-hmm. So this was, I picked it up at the same time, but I read it after we recorded the last episode. Okay. It is called One Little Mistake.
0: Okay. I like that title better than Coldwater
1: it It's a lot easier to remember, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, and it's by Lucinda Berry. Okay. So let's jump on in. We open in a holding cell. Our protagonist cannot remember how she got there. She just woke up. Last she remembers she was rushing to get the kids to school. The preschool teacher looking at her, judgmentally for getting them there late. The infant wouldn't stop crying. Her husband called to rag on her. She'd broken her one rule. Her five o'clock rule. Okay. She'd had a glass of wine. Oh, no. Then she poured
0: herself a second. She hears a voice from the shadows. You're finally awake. You're- <laughs> <laughs> Wolfgar.
1: <laughs> no one understands her. So. This is kind of the opening, right? Okay. I can already tell this book isn't for me. Because she said no one understands her. <laughs> no one understands her. She is having a very suburban mom yes. meltdown. Okay. Seemingly. Are you a suburban mom? I am not. Although I, I have something that I know I've told you before, and I know there's a few listeners who know about okay. this. Um, I am a self-described white girl. Yes. And what I mean by that is that uh, in in the year of our Lord, 2014... Mm-hmm. A coworker of mine and I were talking, and we were talking about uh, we worked in a grocery store at the time. We were talking about uh, pumpkin spice season coming up, right? And he looked at me in the most profound way and said, "You know, white girl is not a race; it is a state of mind." And, and you are a big fan of Taylor Swift, and I am a big fan of Taylor Swift, and I love pumpkin spice. Um, <laughs> the the cover I didn't tell you this, uh, but the the, look, the cover of this book is a glass of white wine spilling. Oh my God! Um. <laughs> okay. okay. So that is that is the uh, the uh, archetype that we are dealing with the uh, right. stereotypical suburban mom,
0: the the oppressed housewife.
1: <laughs> yes, couple of kids, never wanted a job, always wanted to be a housewife. Okay. Um, not that that's a bad thing, but that's just her character. Right. Uh, that's that's who she is, and now she's waking up in a drunk tank. Okay. Guard comes over and calls her name. Um, it doesn't say it here, but I'm just going to say, we find out her name is Alexis. It's okay. kind of hidden
0: for a little bit. Weirdly. It's, yeah. It's like a, the sunset warrior where it's like, it just hold, he withholds information for no reason. Yeah, exactly. It's like similar. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, it, but it doesn't come, there's no mystery behind it or anything. Right. It's
1: not, it's not a thing. Um, the guard escorts her to a desk and she receives a citation and her temporary driver's license. Okay. Apparently, uh, in Michigan, if you're caught on a DUI, they shred your license and you have to get a new one.
0: So why'd they give her a temporary one?
1: Uh, because it she, she hadn't been fully convicted of anything. This was like, they wanted to make sure that she didn't have any other outstanding warrants or anything. And it's just standard policy that if you're caught on D Y, you're shredded. So when they found out that this is like a first offense kind of thing, they just gave her a temporary one. So until she can get her, what? her new one, <laughs>
0: is that real?
1: I didn't look it up. That sounds so stupid. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of things in this novel novella that it purports as law. Right. Two of which I know for a fact are not. Are not. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, d- and it's not, it's not an alternate
0: world. It's just the author being wrong. Or or the author was like, this isn't a law that I'm going to pretend it is for the sake of my plot or whatever. But this doesn't lead anywhere. Okay. <laughs> this is the only time it's mentioned. Is her driver's
1: license getting shredded? Yes. No impact. Yes. Okay. <laughs> doesn't affect the story in any way, shape or form. Okay. A one, one on the counter. Yes. <laughs> She calls her husband to come pick her up, uh, and I'm going to give his name now because she doesn't. Okay. His name is
0: Jared. 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 Every Jared I've ever met was an asshole or a pedophile.
1: Oh yes, I know one who's not either of those.
0: Uh, uh, Good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I guess. Uh, Nice guy. Actually, spent a lot of time in Africa, like helping out with little uh, local missions. Mm.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh no. I'm sorry to whoever that Jared is.
1: (laughs) Uh, He's a good kid. She calls her husband to come pick her up, and he says, how could you act like nothing's wrong? I took the kids. We're at my mother's place. I'm not coming to get you. Don't you know what you did? I like the role reversal here.
0: Yeah. It's like, stereotypically, it's the the man who's waking up in the drunk tank. Yeah. And the woman is like, I I took the kids to my mom's place. What's wrong with you? Exactly. So it's an interesting role. It's
1: different. It's different. But the point here is that, no, she doesn't know what she did. She has no memory of what happened. Sometimes
0: drunkenness works that
1: way. It does. It does. Three days later, she is walking down the steps to her first AA meeting. She she didn't want to go. Originally, when she called, she... Just needed like the verification for her court, her court hearing. Right. Uh, the lawyer said, hey, it's going to look good to the judge if you go. hmm But the rep for AA listened so kindly. She was so understanding. So now here Alexis is. Uh, she isn't an alcoholic. She says you can't be when you only have a couple of glasses of wine a day max. Mm. <laughs> okay. But her attorney said it would look good for her, so she's here. She did a little Google doctoring and found out that you can black out from stress. You know, maybe... Maybe she was just so overworked and underpaid that, that that's what happened. That's what caused her to black out.
0: She's reaching. She she only had two glasses of wine. Before she blacked out and kept drinking. Maybe. Maybe she's a lightweight. She is a lightweight. Okay. She says, she says she's a lightweight later okay. on. But um, Also, I feel like I should mention that um, being alcoholic doesn't necessarily mean you're getting drunk all the time. Yeah. It means you are dependent on alcohol. On a a daily basis. (laughs) Right. Which I
1: would say a couple of glasses of wine a day to get through the day. Is significant. Is, yeah, kind of a a dependency there. Yeah. Um, And I would also say don't Google doctor. Right. But it does, there is a line where she does call her doctor to talk about it and her doctor confirms it and says, this is something that can happen. Oh, okay. But that's all we get there. She talked to a doctor though. She did talk to a doctor. Yeah. Uh, The doctor didn't diagnose her with anything as of like this part, you know, but, uh, but she did talk to a doctor. So. All right. I was about to tear into this for that, Yeah. kudos to the author. <laughs> Good. She makes her way to uh, the coffee bar, and three men block her path. Uh, we meet Paul, who's kind of the seeming leader of the slimy trio, and find out that our heroine's name is Alexis. This is It took her this long okay. to Okay. Did share. you say his
0: name is Robert Paulson?
1: His name is Paul.
0: His name is Robert Paulson. His name is Paul. <laughs> his name is Robert Paulson. Bob had big tits. <laughs> you mean bitch tits? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul.
1: Paul had- Fucking Bob had bitch tits. That's what it was. The men are kind of blocking her path and ogling, like openly ogling her. Yeah. Being misogynistic pigs. Yeah, exactly. And before anything can happen, Farah comes over. Does she uh,
0: alt on them with her fucking <laughs> missiles? <laughs>
1: what what does she say? I don't know. She never gets through the whole line. It's
0: like it's like uh or she says it in a
1: different language, right? No, I don't think so. Fucking. I think she says, uh, uh, justice reigns
0: from yes! above. Yes. That's what it is. But you never
1: get to hear the whole voice line because <laughs> she's she always sniped. shot out of the sky. <laughs> she gets fucking
0: sniped immediately.
1: <laughs> that's uh <laughs> that's an overwatch joke. <laughs> yes. Uh, don't play it. It's a terrible game. Um, but Farah had been the representative who, who listened and invited, okay. uh, invited Alexis. So she pulls her aside. She says, this is why I usually go to the, the women's meetings because the men just, they want fresh meat. That's the way she describes it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, They go and take their seats and Alexa can't join in to the prayer. So there's like, uh, if you've never seen an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, there is um, like an opening prayer that they do. Right. And then they go through the meeting and then at the end they say the Lord's Prayer. Um, She knows the Lord's Prayer. She grew up Catholic, but she can't even sing along to, or not sing along, she can't even pray along to that because she doesn't belong here. Right. She's only here to fulfill the court requirements, but it's not even a requirement. If she prays along, somehow she's giving into it
0: Mm, and saying that
1: this is who I am. But, right, But it's not right. It's not.
0: I, I got to say, I think the, uh, the the thing at the beginning is called serenity um, sure. and, and where they say, uh, God, give me the strength to change things. I can give me the uh, like the, the peace to accept things I can't and the wisdom to know the difference between them. Oh, I've heard that yeah many times. They, right. But they they say that at the beginning of like every yeah. AA meeting. Uh, and then they do their meeting. Yeah, like you said. Makes and sense. Then the Lord's Prayer at the end. We don't get we don't get a lot of description of the actual meetings
1: themselves here. Right. Um but what we do get is far asking Alexis if she wants to join them afterwards
0: for fellowship. Okay. Which Alexis, is Alexis. To... Join us. Play Despacito. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Following. <laughs>
1: uh so fellowship is just going to get coffee after. Okay. That's all it is. And Alexis says, yes, you know, I can, I can do that at least. We jump ahead a bit and Farah had just finished explaining how she ended up in AA. She had postpartum depression after her daughter was born and kind of spiraled from there. Uh, CPS in the courts granted Farah's husband full custody. And Alexis is now scared that the same is going to happen to her. Mm-hmm.
0: That's a, that's a very real thing is uh, just complete like onset of depression when you're pregnant. Oh yeah. That's actually not that uncommon because of uh, just hormonal imbalances. Yeah. No it, postpartum again. depression is is very very real and very yeah, common. Yeah, yeah. So and and that's usually something that has to be like medicated. Mhm. Mm-hmm.
1: Um but Alexis is now paranoid that the same, same thing's going to happen to her. Um she has a, a preschool age child and a an infant who's not a newborn but not a toddler yet. Right. Um I I don't know that they ever say exactly how old he is. I think maybe
0: I think 6 at, 8 months uh, something like that. At that age they just call him potato he is a potato. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: he potatoes potatoily. Farah describes it that her her husband kidnapped her baby.
0: Okay, because from her perspective, because from her perspective, that's exactly away. what it
1: was. Okay, but the courts granted him full custody because right. she was spiraling out of control. Like it's that's a hard, hard situation. Yeah. But kidnapping is not the thing he did. Right to have done that yourself. Exactly. Alexis tells her story. Jared was her first love. They had the perfect fairy tale wedding. Uh, she'd been planning the wedding since she was 10, though she didn't know who it would be with. She always wanted t- her love to be like The Notebook.
0: Ugh, d- no. Quote, unquote. No. No, I-, I watched The Notebook like less than a year ago. What do you want? <laughs> what do you want? What do you want? <laughs> oh, what a better fucking set of characters. They're both shitty people. <laughs> They're awful. He's like a manipulative nice guy. And she is just in a, a completely unstable, like, bipolar mess. What does she want? She wants to... I don't even remember. She she, she wants to just live happily ever after and not have to worry about if, if, if she's making the right decision. Yeah. Something like that. Only, when the kids were born, Jared
1: had changed. He worked all the time, and when he wasn't working, he never helped with the kids. She asked him for help once. And he snapped at her and said, I bring the money home. You take care of the kids. That's how this works. What an asshole. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, Alexis talks about how she had turned into a nagging bitch who she wouldn't want to be around either. She doesn't know how the love left. And Alexis started drinking just a, just a few months before this. She wasn't a lifelong drinker. She'd never been a party girl. Uh, and she never had more than two glasses of wine. And it actually, it was kind of Jared's idea that, that, she start, that they start drinking. Um, and they specifically drank wine. Because it helped the conversation flow. It helped connect them, having a drink after dinner. Okay. We cut to the courtroom. Right. The judge says, I hope you realize the position you put yourself and your children in. The attorney says that she does, uh, and that she'd already started attending AA. Judge says, great. So, weekly supervised visits, and the kids are going to remain with their father until child services can investigate further. Continue with AA, and also make sure that you don't do any drugs or alcohol. You're dismissed. No alcohol. Alexa flips her shit. Yeah, she says she waited hours to get into the courtroom, and now her fate was being determined in what six minutes? That's all it took, and now she can't see her kids except for two hours a week.
0: I mean, the time is arbitrary. Like, what? what what's your fucking point?
1: <laughs> the judge doesn't understand. Of course he doesn't. Well, she she says you don't understand. Not okay. Yeah, this isn't a point of view thing. This is her saying you don't understand. Right. Uh, the judge tells the attorney, to "Get her out before I have my bailiff get her out." Yeah, contempt of court. Exactly. Uh, Alexis is screaming and crying. Uh, she says, "I barely even drink." Jared, you you have to tell her because Jared's at the at the hearing. Okay, because you have to tell her. Tell her I don't drink. Uh, he sits stone faced, just staring ahead, doesn't react. Mm. Her lawyer's no bullshit, and her lawyer grabs her by the arm and like she has long nails, and she digs her nails into her uh! arm and drags her out of the courtroom. Yeah, as she, she's hysterical, right. rightly so. Okay, but she's not acting rationally either. Like this isn't going to help the judge. And that's exactly what that's exactly what her lawyer says. Uh, She says, tell me and the judge the truth. Like, tell us the truth. She says she is. She doesn't know what happened. She doesn't remember. She remembers having two drinks and then she woke up in a drunk tank. Okay. she talked to her doctor and her doctor recommended a neurologist. What if there is something wrong with her? Like, what if the problem isn't alcohol? What if it's something in her brain? Right. As a side note here, that still wouldn't make her a fit mother.
0: Right. It wouldn't change anything. It wouldn't really.
1: change this circumstance. I would want to get her tested. Yeah. But that doesn't, I would not change anything else.
0: I mean, if it's something that could be medicated, maybe.
1: Well, yes, but until then, yeah. because right now you have a person who's claiming they don't know what they did, but they were driving with the kids in the car while it, under the influence of something, whether it was right. a neurological condition or uh, alcohol or something like that. Do a, do a talk screen. They are. Okay. Okay. Yep. yep. Um, they are doing a talk screen. The report hasn't come back yet. That's kind of gotcha. what the lawyer says. Okay. She's like, "We're waiting for this. We'll figure out what's going on." Yeah. So chill the fuck out. <laughs> like really? Yeah. Um, we find out that she was swerving down Main Street, and she'd fallen out of the car when asked to perform the field sobriety test. Holy shit! And then she drifted off twice while being interrogated.
0: Oh my god.
1: Well, questioned. Yeah. Like bad stuff. And the lawyer's like, "And you're telling me you had two glasses of wine?" Right. Farah meets Alexis at her home. She had called her crying, and Farah understands. Farah asks how it goes, or asked how it went. Mm-hmm. It was embarrassing. There's a line where she'd called her former best friend, Rebecca, to go for dinner before calling Farah. But Rebecca, quote, just totally blew me off, even though I had been crying, end quote. <laughs> okay, so she she's a little <laughs> entitled, maybe? I mean, I don't know where that line came from, right? Because it's like, I I, I called her and I was crying yeah. and she just she just didn't do anything. She didn't drop everything she had to come save yeah, me. Yeah,
0: exactly. It's like, mm. it, I mean, mm. does she owe that to you? Cloud Clearly she think so.
1: Fucking hell. They both talk about how the dad has it so easy in these situations. They can mess up all they want and the courts will always side with them. Okay. Well, oh, okay. Oh, oh, no, I'm not done. I'm not done. The courts will always side with them when the mom does one thing. If the if the dad if the mom does one thing wrong, she loses her kids. They'll always side with the dad. You may continue.
0: <laughs> That's wrong. It is wrong. It's the opposite. It is the opposite. It is incredibly difficult for men to keep custody of their kids, even if they're in the right. Yes. It is I, I will say, like, I know there's biases depending on which gender you are, of as course. far as courts go. But that that is a huge bias against men is whenever it involves kids, um, the, the courts like 95 percent of the time will side with the mom, even if she's fucking a terrible fit. It, it's yeah, that's bullshit. Yep. <laughs> is that on purpose? Is she trying to maybe say something or it's like if you if you flip it, it seems ridiculous. So it, she's trying to shine a spotlight on how ridiculous the imbalance is. <laughs> maybe. I don't think this book is that deep. Okay. I think she's just wrong. Yeah, no, it's just, it sounds like it's just fucking... I think it's just one...
1: I'll talk about this more at the end, but I I think I think it's just wrong. I think it's just something she's saying that's wrong. Me, uh, yeah, okay. We find out that Alexis had cornered Jared outside the courtroom. So as he left, she demanded that he tell the judge she isn't a drinker. Uh, he says, you got into the car with the kids while wasted and drove. You've been unhinged for a while now. And then he walks away. Okay. Alexis tells Farah this and she says, mm, girl,
0: there's something else going on. You, um, mm. Should you be telling your client that? This isn't the attorney. This is, this oh, is Farah, uh, okay. the AA lady. Still, yeah, <laughs> you don't want to be putting any ideas into the head of someone who, as far as you know, is alcoholic.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but she says marriage is sacred and he shouldn't just go giving up on you like that when you need him most. He's up to something. Let me see his computer.
0: D- does she know their history at all?
1: Well, Alexis had told her everything. I mean, they put I mean, that, <laughs> you know. from her perspective, though. It's
0: true. She, she really she, doesn't, she doesn't know, know either of these fact. people. Right. So it's like, yeah, the husband could have been trying for like three years to yeah. get her straightened out and gave up just because she's not trying herself.
1: But she says, she says, let me see his computer. And Alexa's like, no, that's weird. Like, he, he doesn't hide it's anything. Highly from unethical me. too. like, yeah. <laughs> w- why? Farah says, hey, if there isn't anything to hide, then he'll never know. And it's fine. <sighs> How do you feel about that? I don't like that reasoning, but strategically, sure. <laughs> they find a secondary email account with him emailing nudes to someone with uh, the handle sunblossom22 at gmail.com. Oh, my God. Now he's the bad guy.
0: Well, mm,
1: I guess. Yeah. Still don't know some some of the details. We also but. don't know how they got into that email. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> it's just, she logs in, like Alexis logs into his email and far as like, do you think he's going to use the email that he knows you have the password to? That's maybe he has something else.
0: And <laughs> something then it that cuts we also to, know the password to. And then to. it cuts to, oh,
1: <laughs> he has a fake. I don't know why she uses branding like this, but it's like he has a fake Yahoo email that he's emailing sunblossom22 <laughs> at gmail.com. And it's all mail. sexy photos. Okay. They got yeah. some dirt. They got dirt. So she starts stalking Jared. Okay. Literally. She's following him everywhere he goes. Right. Uh, she follows him to work. She watches through the windows as he puts the kids to, uh, to bed at his mother's house. Okay. Um, according to the emails, he planned on leaving Alexis. Uh, he couldn't wait to be with his soulmate. She gets an email later. It's the tox report. Okay. The toxicology report. It shows alcohol, 0.09%. She wasn't drunk. Right.
0: Yeah, not drunk.
1: And alprazolam, 3.14%. Ooh, okay. Okay. Alprazolam, if you don't know, is Xanax. Okay. It makes sense. She Googles it and she finds out it's Xanax. She said she, she this is kind of her inner monologue. Um, she thinks she only takes blood pressure medication, like she's never had Xanax in her life. But alcohol and Xanax would explain why she blacked out. Right. As they sit together for a supervised visit, this is a little bit later. Right. She, she remembers. Jared had been the one getting her blood pressure medication lately as it was on his way home from work. He had told, her, they named up CBS as well. Okay. Like, he stopped by the cvs on the way home i was like why you
0: just say pharmacy why,
1: why? <laughs> yeah why? it's we I, i'm all for like companies becoming things like googling it or like uh, xerox yeah. was kind of the first big in, uh, iteration of that um uh, but it's weird to hear it in a novel yeah it is weird it's weird i don't know it kind of took me out of it it's like wait this is a book they're not supposed to have cvs and google <laughs>
0: yeah um but on the other hand i hate movies that have some off brand just something yeah. fake yeah. so Like, like doogling. Drake and Josh with the pair phone. Yeah, it's just, ugh. Um,
1: She also remembers that in the phone call before it happened, Jared had told her that she hadn't taken her blood pressure medication the night before. So she, she took one right after the phone call. Okay. And then she had the wine and then she blacked out. Right. Jared told her to take that medication. He'd been picking up her prescription. She goes and plays with her daughter, Gracie. uh, And then at exactly the two hour mark, Jared gets up and says, it's time to go. Gracie throws a mini tantrum, as toddlers do want to do. Right. Uh, and Alexis says she has to go with Jared. But how could she have been so wrong about Jared? The The interesting thing here into her psyche, she says she can't believe that Jared would only give them to the, the two hours together. Right. The two hours that the court mandated. Yeah. <laughs> she can't believe <laughs> that he would only allow the two hours that he is legally supposed to allow Per court orders.
0: Right. <laughs> well, can, can, is is it up to him? Like if he wanted it to be longer, doesn't he doesn't make it longer.
1: Okay. Yeah. Doesn't get into that. She seems to think so. I don't think so. She's just blaming him for she, everything. This perceived limitation. Yeah. Okay. Now we cut to the next AA meeting. Alexis is joining in. Farah was the lead speaker and she told her story again, uh, this time to the group. They go for coffee after and Alexis says it was awful. Jared stuck to the two hour time limit.
0: <laughs> i i laughed when i read that yeah. I like, what what do you mean <laughs> of course he did uh he didn't break the law what an asshole yeah <laughs> uh
1: she found no signs of any xanax in the house uh and she mentioned that she only she mentions that she only takes her blood pressure medicine um and that she had taken one the afternoon of the incident because jared told her she didn't take one the night before farah flips she's like did you see if they were the same pills right like are they your normal blood pressure pills Her response confuses me and is not something that I would ever think a real person would say. Okay. She says, I have no idea. I don't know what my pills look like. They all look Uh, like little white pills uh, and these ones did too. uh,
0: (laughs) I. uh, The pills are shaped differently and colored differently by law. Like they have to be different so that you don't mix them up.
1: But these ones are little white ones and the, the blood pressure ones are little white ones. I have never met a single person who cannot tell on site what they're taking yes. or if
0: what they're taking is what they normally take. Right. No, I, I have never taken prescription medication for extended periods of time, Yeah, but I have family who do Yeah, and they're like, can you get the pills? They're this shape, this color. They have this stamped on them. They like, they know that shit. Yeah. Every, <laughs> like, every single person I've ever met who's taken prescription in school, including myself, Yeah, never had a doubt that their pill was their pill. Right. Also, Never. also, her husband was like, "Ah, you didn't take it last night," and she's just like, "I guess you're right, because I have no short-term memory." <laughs> Apparently, yeah. Uh, I flip my
1: lid at that one. I yeah. use that phrase a lot, but that's exactly what happened. Farah suggests a PI friend of hers. Okay. She says, "Well, you met you met Paul and the boys. Like, you know, there's some shady characters that run in AA meetings. I have a friend of mine who can do things that aren't strictly speaking on the record." Okay. We're gonna find out what's going on here.
0: I'm pretty sure private investigators won't break the law for you. Well, this is this is a shady private investigator. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> they find receipts for Xanax prescriptions from Mexico in the Yahoo email. Uh she they'd been there the whole time but she hadn't noticed them between the nudes that he was sending and receiving. Right. She takes another pill to see what it does to her. <sighs> Let me rephrase that. Let me repeat that. I mean, yeah, she wants to find out if this is her blood pressure, blood pressure medicine. Yeah. So she takes
0: another pill. Does she need that? Like, is she did she just resume taking her blood pressure medication? Because I assume that's important. We don't find out. But she still has the pills. She still has the pills. So she doesn't take him to a pharmacy and say, what is this? She just eats it. Yep. She passes out and wakes up at like 2 a.m. This is a Darwin Award winner right there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yo, once uh I used to be, you know, I used to be a pizza delivery guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I used to deliver to the local hospital all the time. And uh this one nurse I delivered to just reached into her pocket and pulled out like uh some change and bills and just gave it to me. Uh and she's like, That's like five bucks and I was like, Hey, thanks. And then I left. And then when I was clearing out my pockets later, I just found a random pill in my pocket. And I sent a text to my sister who's a nurse, and I'm like, uh like, What is this? Well, I, I was I was saying like how much would you pay me to swallow this or something like that oh and she's like don't don't swallow that just flush it yeah so I, I threw it away that's awesome yeah but it was uh, I'm pretty sure it was Viagra <laughs> was it like a little blue it was blue and it was like a diamond shaped yeah. or something. I was yeah. like mm. maybe the nurse
1: was hoping you'd find it earlier and <laughs> you know I don't know, maybe it was sitting on top of the
0: bills and you just didn't see it. Maybe I don't know. And she's like, Hey, here, here. If someone gave me Viagra, I would just feel insulted and never want to speak to them again. <laughs> like, really?
1: <laughs> Can we also talk about for a second that she had a talk screen done? They think she's an alcoholic or on something,
0: uh, and now she has more Xanax in her system, right? Yeah, so now they're just all in all a terrible idea, yeah. So they're like, She's definitely doing it to herself, yeah.
1: <laughs> okay, so she calls her lawyer. And she says, hey, he's poisoning me. I have proof. The lawyer says, wow, that's great. I mean, that sucks. But also, hey, uh, the check you paid me with your retainer check bounced. Oh, my God. Came back non-sufficient funds. Oh. So I can't help you. Yeah, okay. Like, she says, what? That's our main checking account. We always have funds in there.
0: Well, it's still a shared account? Hold
1: up. Oh, my God. <laughs> We're going to talk about this. Okay. We're going to talk about this because it gets worse. <laughs> okay. She pulls out her credit card. She says, okay, run this. Ugh, run the that's credit not card gonna
0: fucking work either. Uh
1: it doesn't work. Obviously. It must be a mistake. So we find out first off that they have a Wells Fargo account.
0: Okay. Specifically. Okay. A, more more you, branding. Watch what you say cuz I have a Wells Fargo account. Fuck Wells Fargo. <laughs> hey. I
1: okay. They are a, <laughs> they are hands down the worst institution in this I've area. I've
0: never had a problem, but uh, okay.
1: I have only talked to people who have. Okay. <laughs> so I'm biased. Gotcha. But uh, this has nothing to do with Wells Fargo as well. The reasoning behind this is something that would happen at every institution. We also find out that her credit cards are closed. Yeah.
0: Every single card that she calls, it's closed. The second I found out my husband was probably dosing me, I would immediately think about all of the things that we have control over together and how he's probably just shutting them down and taking them away. Yeah. Like, obviously. Okay. (laughs) We cut
1: to a little bit later. She bursts into Jared's office. Okay. With a foot long? No. She tells him everything. She has things printed out as proof. He denies everything. Yeah. He, he plays the shaggy defense. She, I mean, she really doesn't have any proof. No, she doesn't. Uh, he denies everything except the Xanax. He's like, that's not my email. I don't know what that is. Yada, yada. But the Xanax is mine. See, I have been having trouble sleeping, and I have a legitimate prescription. O- okay. And she's Please. like, but you got it from an online pharmacy. He's like, that's not illegal.
0: Yeah, but why? Why is he de- de- denying the email and saying it's his Xanax though? Like,
1: because they're—I mean—they're I mean, they're independent. They have nothing to do with each other. But in the oh, email a, with the nudes, with the receipts, it has receipts. Yeah, but he's not going through the paperwork. Actually, he had—I uh, kind of skipped this because it, I didn't think it mattered. Um, but he knocks the uh, the paperwork out of her hand, and he's not looking at any of it. He's just like, "No, it's my Xanax, but this isn't me. This—I is, don't know what this is. This is fake."
0: But wouldn't the receipt have his name on it? Like details
1: we don't get specifics
0: but you can't, oh you can't fucking deny the email and accept
1: the Xanax that doesn't work he says that he's going to call security
0: why why wouldn't he
1: just say it's not
0: my Xanax i don't
1: know i don't i don't have an answer for you <laughs> i don't have an answer except for something that we're going to talk about at the end okay okay this sounds like double jeopardy just really fucking stupid yeah <laughs> he says get out or i'm going to call security and she goes you wouldn't why not he says wouldn't i he says, how how would the judge look at this? Now we cut to Alexis at Rebecca's place. Her best friend. Rebecca's her best friend. We note that she's standing on the porch. Rebecca had not invited her in. Okay. Rebecca's best friends. Uh, Rebecca's husband is best friends with uh, uh, Jared. Okay. Yeah. So she's trying to get some info. She's right. Like, Did you know about this? She's like, fuck no. Yeah. Rebecca also says, you remember that time a couple of weeks ago? Like, I knew there was something wrong. You remember what happened? And that time a few weeks ago, as Alexis remembers it, Gracie was sick. She had a stomach bug and Alexis okay. felt that she was starting to get that bug. So she called Rebecca asking for help to take care of Gracie because she was getting sick. Okay. But now Rebecca is using that against her. She's saying, like, I always knew you were unstable. Remember when you called me crying and, and oh needed my-
0: help? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, basically, Rebecca's just patronizing her. Alexis leaves and then calls Farah. Farah says, you can't let Jared get away with this. You have to beat him at his own game. We should follow him to Little Miss Sunblossom's house. He has to tell her what's going on sometime. We'll catch him then. What is Farah's horse in this race? They've become close. That's all I got. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. They met at the meeting or they met on the phone and then went to the meeting and everything. They've been going out for coffee now. And Farah was there when Rebecca wasn't. Uh,
0: I would be afraid of Farah's ulterior motive. Yeah. Because as an advisor, you should be like, look. You you need to stop with all of this, you know, your husband framed you shit and just yeah. get yourself straightened out. Yeah. Like, come on. They trail
1: him and he turns into a diner outside the suburb. So they're, they, they mentioned that they're, they're going like 30 miles. Right. They park around the corner and walk in to find him snuggling another woman. Mmm, this is some gone girl shit. He is absolutely stunned. He's
0: snuggling with Beth, Gracie's preschool teacher. Okay. H- okay. Hang on a second. Mm-hmm. So he or she tells him Mm -hmm. she discovered his alternate email. Mm -hmm. Why is he meeting up with the woman in those emails then? To
1: tell her that the plan is working. They just need to wait. I don't know. We just
0: need to give her an opportunity to find out for sure. Exactly.
1: (laughs) I think. I think Farah phrases it like he's going to tell her that they can't meet for a little bit until the heat's off.
0: Why not text him or Or her? Do literally anything else? Just email. Yeah. I don't know. Like,
1: Like create another email, send an email to her saying, hey, there's some heat on us. Yeah.
0: These people are the fucking dumbest.
1: Yeah. They're not real people. So this is Beth, the preschool teacher who was looking at Alexis judgmentally for being late in the beginning. I don't even remember that, but okay. It was one line. Okay. Yep. Far starts filming on her phone and I'm surprised she doesn't (laughs) say iPhone specifically. (laughs) She says, world star. (laughs) She... She says, she asks Beth, she says, how does it feel about being, how do you feel about being a homewrecker?
0: Oh my God. I, I'm like
1: cringing. Beth says, leave me alone. You don't understand. Alexis goes off on Beth. Yeah. Uh, she says, when did it happen? Was it when you were babysitting or when we brought our kids to your school? Jared says, stop, leave us alone. You have no idea what I'm capable of. <laughs> okay. On film. Literally threatening her. Yes. On film. <laughs> okay. Jared and Beth get into Jared's car and drive away. Okay. Alexis and Farah discuss who might have seduced whom.
0: Does it matter? (laughs) (laughs) To them it does. Why are you fucking gossiping right now? You should be taking this to the judge.
1: Farah says she can't roll over and be a victim. And Alexis then sells Jared's two most prized possessions. Some golf clubs of his and his vintage Harley Davidson that he'd been restoring for the last three years. If he was going to cut off her finances,
0: she was going to make him pay. But the, that bike is registered to him. You can't just sell it without his permission. <laughs> For those listening, I'm shrugging with an
1: I don't know kind of expression. This, is the,
0: this might be the dumbest book we've ever gone through.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there's,
1: there's a part later we're going to talk about. Don't forget the finance thing that comes back. Okay. She walks into the lawyer's office. Actually, oh, it's right now. She walks into the lawyer's office with the cash. And the lawyer says, oh, this is awesome, but this is going to be rough, right? Because there isn't any real proof that he's the one who switched the pills. Right. We're going off your word. And right now your word is questionable because you were pass out drunk. Right. And she says, but what about him closing all the bank accounts? And the lawyer says, well, yes, that's illegal.
0: No. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know more about this than me, but I'm pretty sure it's not illegal.
1: I work in the finance industry. Right. Right. A joint account holder Mm -hmm. has equal access and responsibility. Right. This is true of Wells Fargo's accounts, uh, and it's true of most credit cards. Maybe not all, maybe, but most, because there are specific laws regarding this, regarding who can close an account. Right. With a joint owner, you do not need both signatures, nor do you need their consent to close an account. Right. They are joint. They have equal responsibility and equal access. They could take all the money and run. I know this. Because I have helped people do it. Right. Yeah. (laughs) When the funds hit the account, it doesn't matter whose they were. They are now both of yours. Mm -hmm. The only thing that I can think, and I didn't have time to look into this. I also don't particularly care. Although there is, now that I think about it, there's someone I can ask about this because I know a lawyer in Michigan. Nice. Um, (laughs) The only thing that I can think is maybe taking away the monetary funds for a housewife is protected. Okay. Okay. Because she doesn't have an income. Because she doesn't have an income, but that's also not something I've ever heard of. Right. I've never heard of that either. That's the only thing that I can think that might make sense, though. But even closing credit cards, you don't need both signers. Right. You can just close it. To change anything on it, you need both. But to close it, you don't. And what? that is specifically made
0: that way. Why, why didn't the author just say they had separate accounts and then he closed her account? Which could be illegal.
1: Yeah, because that that would be illegal. If, if he's not on her account, yeah. then it is illegal. And,
0: and there are people that have separate accounts.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's what they're hinging this on, though. Yeah, that's... <laughs> is something that's illegal, that's something that they can use. But it's not illegal. Right. It's shitty. Right. But it's not illegal. I I went on like a 20-minute diatribe in my mind after reading
0: that. (laughs) You're just like, you go into the shower and you're just like leaning against the wall like, (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: I had to walk away for a few minutes. Yeah. She says, what kind of world do we live in where Jared can just do this and get away with it?
0: Girl, what world do you live in? That happens all the time. People are shitty to each other. Why is that surprising to you?
1: Alexis drives to Farah's estate. Right, this is the first time she had um, been to Farah's house. Okay, um, and I say that the word estate. Farah was rich; she was upper class. Farah had done some digging on Beth. She found old Instagram accounts. Nothing's ever deleted on the internet. That's a that's a direct quote.
0: <laughs> that's also just not right at all. <laughs> fucking, if you delete an
1: Instagram account, it's fucking gone. <laughs> Turns out Beth was a sexy model in college. Okay. So she had calendars and photo shoots Okay. And all kinds of
0: smut. That's not smut. That's legitimate modeling. Well, there was smut. Modeling. Okay, well, there needs to be a separation there then. Calendars, photo shoots, and all kinds of smut.
1: But, okay, whatever. Look, it's my phrasing, not the books. <laughs> okay, whatever. What if we email these to all the parents and staff at the preschool? Uh, I hate this protagonist. They're interrupted by the lawyer calling. Okay. She had pulled the 911 call from when Alexis was pulled over. Turns out, Beth was the one who had called. Oh, shit. That feels suspicious because she told the lawyer everything. She's like, he's accusing me, yada, yada. Right. Uh, Or he's poisoning me. Um, The 911 call said that Beth had smelled alcohol on Alexis's breath, which would technically mean that it was illegal for Beth to release Gracie into her care. Wait, what? So, Beth is Gracie's at preschool with Beth. Yes. Right? Beth is the the teacher. Uh, The lawyer says that The 911 call shows... Was from Beth. Was from Beth. She smelled alcohol. She smelled alcohol on Alexis's breath. Right. Therefore, her releasing Gracie into Alexis's care was illegal. Right. She had to
0: hold on to Gracie because she was... Because
1: her mom was intoxicated. Okay. That's not true. No? (laughs) No. That is not illegal.
0: Okay. (laughs) My
1: mom works in a daycare. Right. Okay. She said at most, they would try and dissuade the parent from taking the child. Right. Ultimately, the parent is going to take the child. And then you would call the police afterwards. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. Fuck
1: this author. (laughs) I I read that and I texted my mom and I was like, hey, is this true? And then I had to explain to my mom why I was reading
0: this book. This book sounds like it was written in a week and the author didn't care to do any research about anything. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like she vaguely knows about some things because like most people wouldn't think to to say that releasing a child is illegal. Right. But it's just wrong. The lawyer says, we'll look into this. So Alexis turns to Farah after the call and says, let's send those emails. God. Because Beth was the one who called.
0: uh, Let's be shittier people than the ones who wronged us.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Now we cut to Alexis saying, how did I let Farah talk me into this? Oh, okay. It's two weeks later. Okay. And Farah had set Alexis up on a blind date. See that, that repercussion and that judgment that you thought you were going to get. Yeah. You didn't get. (laughs) And it's intentional. And I hate this author. Yeah. Okay. She's supposed to post a selfie looking like she's having the time of her life. Quote, that she's moved on. You can't keep a good woman down. That kind of stuff.
0: Girl, quote. girl it's been two weeks. No one is going to fucking believe you've moved on from anything.
1: Yeah. But also, <laughs> this seems like a horrible plan when being investigated by Child Protective Services. Yeah! To just be yeah. like,
0: okay, I'm over it. Let's move on. I don't even care anymore. Oh my God. So this... <laughs> He can't even process this.
1: It doesn't make sense. The date is a man named Will. Okay. Obviously, it's a blind date, so she never met Will. Right. Will is a handsome man who comments that there's no need to be nervous. Um, you know, I don't know why people are always nervous at these kinds of things. It's Just be ourselves. It's fine.
0: Uh, uh, okay. I've got to say that if, if you're a woman, dating is a different thing than a man. Just all the sausages flinging at you. Well, well, no, I got no. It's it's specifically when you go on a date as a woman. Oh, I see. Oh, you, you mean the literal act of dating? Yes. OK, women, because of our biological differences, women are vulnerable to a man on a date like face to face date. Mm-hmm. So there's an element of insecurity of like, what if he turns into a psycho and like grabs me or something like, what am I what am I going to do? So, uh, when a man is saying, oh, I don't know why anybody's ever nervous on these things. Like that's such a, it hits differently. That's such a, like, just shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I think it was Louis CK who'd had a bit about women going on dates and he's like, that's the most fucking insane to- thing to do ever. That's like a man going on a date with a grizzly bear. <laughs> it's like the, there's such an imbalance of yeah. physical strength there. Um, and, and he, he cited some statistic where he's like, the number one uh, the, the number one thing women die from is men. And then the number one thing men die from is heart disease. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, no. Like, just, that annoys me so much. A man yeah. saying like, oh, I don't know why you, people are nervous about yeah. these things. It's like, she's going on a date with someone she's never met before. No, it's totally why different. Why would you not be nervous?
1: Yeah, exactly. And she kind of, she thinks about that, but then she's like, well, I mean, he's kind of suave. It's kind of cool. Just, he's, okay. he's chill with it. Uh, he says, so tell me about your husband. So apparently, why? apparently Farah had told him. Why are you talking about that on a date? <laughs> Alexis tells him that he's a hard worker. She's confused. but it's like, he's a hard worker. He loves golf and music. Will cuts her off. He says, when did he start cheating on you? God, dude. Farah's like, wait, or <sighs> Alexis thinks, what, what did Farah tell him? Like, why did she tell him this? Yeah. Why are you bringing that up on a date? She says a little over a year ago, as far as I know, is this really what you want to talk about? He says, well, it helps me do what I do. He's a private investigator. Is this the first time he had an affair? Yes, as far as he knows. As far as she knows. Alexis thinks. Well, uh, says, well, what exactly is it you do? And he says, oh, God, Farah didn't tell you. Uh, <sighs> I'm the guy you call to handle your husband. <laughs> is he a hit man? He says, does he beat you? She says, wait, no, no, wait, what? Is he, does and he, he says, have a shaved head? He says, no, 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 it's like okay. No, actually, he has a full head of hair. Oh, okay. Um, No barcode either. He, uh, he says, no, 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 it's okay. Plenty of wives are nervous in this situation. Here's my card. Call me if you need me, day or night. You aren't alone. Will leaves and Alexis takes his card. Okay. So his
0: his name is Will Stabbington. (laughs) (laughs) His name is Will Murder for Money. (laughs) Will Murder can travel or something like
1: that. Um, so that's why he was asking about her husband on the first date. Okay. And why he said, don't be nervous.
0: Fuck Farah. Yeah. Completely.
1: Yeah. So Farah says something along the lines of, like, this is the only way that you were going to meet with him is if I lied to you about what it was. Uh, yeah. Like, okay, <laughs> fine. Will leaves and Alexis takes his card. Okay. Farah texted her later. She said, how'd it go? Alexis ignores it. Right. A few days later, she's startled awake. Uh, a loud banging uh, was coming from her door. She said, damn, Farah was being persistent. She goes downstairs and she hears Beth outside. Okay. She says, I know you're in there. I won't leave until you talk to me. Is that what you want? She lets Beth in. Okay. Beth says, how could you do this to me? It was all your fault. <laughs> Someone shouldn't be punished for the things they did in their past. <laughs> Which, can I just say, screams that the author was like an old party girl. Yeah. Yeah. And had some shit done. Like, but that's not even in the past.
0: That was something that she was doing in the
1: presence. Well, no, the uh the emails or the uh the But the, that's not what calendars. she's being
0: punished for.
1: Beth is saying, How could you have sent those emails with my pictures from my past?
0: Right. But like she doesn't understand it's revenge for home wrecking. She, well, she does, but she
1: says, Well, don't bring my past into this. That like that was my past. I'm a different person now.
0: No, you started a war. There's look, no rules.
1: Look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not defending anyone. I'm explaining the situation as it looks.
0: Okay. What a fucking idiot. I hate this.
1: Alexa says, Maybe you shouldn't have slept with my husband. Yeah. I, I trusted you with my children, and you took them and my husband and my life. Beth replies, he came on to me. Did you ever think that maybe he wouldn't if you hadn't been such if you hadn't been such a shit wife? Mm-hmm. Alexa says, get out of my house. Rightly so. Why'd I you think. invite her into your house? I, because she said she wasn't going to leave. Then step out on the porch and talk to
0: her. I don't know. Or call the police. Yeah, that too. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot of things you could do. This would look very good in a court case against you. Yeah. Your your, your husband's mistress came to your place of residence. Yeah. Although the- it wouldn't look good as the reason
1: why, which is that you leaked a bunch of her emails. That's true. But it there did- isn't proof of her. She says, I know it was you, but there isn't actually proof that it was her that did it.
0: Right. But it was her. Does that ever come up in the legal stuff? Is the, the photos of... There's not much legal death? stuff left, no. Okay.
1: She says, anyway, you wouldn't be doing any of this if it weren't for your new friend. Do you even know who she is? That's what I've been wondering. She put all of this into your head. You need to read this. You need to know. You were so nice before. <laughs> Alexis says, fine. And she picks up the offered papers. It's a, it's an old newspaper clipping. Okay. They show a murder case. Okay. Farah's husband, her real name is Ellen... Had been shot and killed after being discovered to have an affair.
0: Mm, His okay. remains
1: were buried and uncovered when city crews were digging up a water line. Farah was the number one suspect. Okay, I'm going to refer to her as Farah now, even though now it kind of switches to calling her Ellen. Okay, right. Six months later. Shit. Yeah, big time jump. Alexa sits in the courtroom. Farah, Ellen is in defense. Oh shit. There were messages that Farah sent to the girl that she had caught with her husband. They were all threats. Okay. There were pictures of a billboard by the girl's house that had her face plastered on it with the word homewrecker.
0: What the fuck?
1: <laughs> all of Farrah's stories had been lies. She never had a kid. Her husband never took the kid away and disappeared with them. She had shot him point blank in the face after uh, three days after having discovered the affair. Okay. Jared had served Alexis with divorce papers yesterday, but Alexis is kind of relieved. It's nice that it's all going to be over. She still
0: can't see her kids, right?
1: Beth had been fired for violating the school's morality clause. Turns out Jared had been... Uh, changing Alexis's alarms and making her late for things. Uh, she'd, he'd been erasing her calendar appointments. He'd been like gaslighting her. Uh, all in an attempt to make Alexis look unstable so she could take the kids with Beth to Florida. Or, well, to make Alexis look unstable so he could take the kids right. with Beth to Florida. Okay. The courts dismissed the case against Alexis. Okay. Uh, she ran her hands over Will's business card. She says, I'm not like her. I'm not a murderer. She'd called up Uh, AA offering her services. This is Farah. Farah had called up AA offering her services uh, attempting to find young women in her situation. She, shall we say, gets off on rescuing quote-unquote people from their husbands. That's a
0: very, yeah, like uh, psychological thing.
1: Yeah. Alexis met several of them at the the court hearings. Uh, They all describe Will the same way, but they use different names. She says, I'm not a murderer. Or am I? End of book.
0: Okay. I don't hate that ending. I don't either. I hate everything up to it, but I don't hate that. Yeah. Lots of gaslighting.
1: (laughs) So effectively, uh, to summarize, what it boils down to is uh, husband is having an affair. Yeah. Gaslights the wife and tries to prove to the court that she is uh, unstable. Right. And wants to take the kids and run away. Wife meets a new friend. New friend finds some dirt and helps discover the affair. And the new friend wants to kill husband. Mm -hmm. And the new friend is insane. Yeah. Putting down this book, I hated it. Yes. I absolutely hated reading this book, but thinking about it afterwards, I think I had the wrong expectation. Okay. Because, like I said, this had been marketed to me as a book with a strong female lead. Right. I don't think Alexis was a strong female character because she was insane. Right. She was being gaslit and reacting, you know, how I I think how a lot of people would, but she wasn't a good person.
0: Yeah, she's not someone you want to admire or yeah. be proud she, she of. She has a flawed for. outlook. Yeah. And
1: that's when I started, actually, there was a song that came on that was talking about how shifting your frame of mind um, that came onto the radio when I was okay. listening. To this, uh, which kind of, I was thinking about the song and then I applied it to the book. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, wait I think I was going about this the wrong way. So I don't think the book should have been marketed as a strong female protagonist. Right. Everyone in the book, except maybe the lawyer, was a flawed character. Right. Right. Alexis was hysterical and paranoid. She was right. Farah was manipulative and a complete psychopath. Right. Um, which is why I said I said it would come back later. Um, the one thing Farah said that's wrong about the court system. I think that was just a line that she was using. I don't think... I don't think... I hope the author doesn't think that that is fact. <laughs> yeah. I think that was just a manipulative character. Okay. The author was wrong about a lot of things. <laughs> right. But I don't think that was one of them. Um, Beth was... She Beth, the daycare, uh, the the daycare teacher, reminds me of people who do exactly that: party in college, and then later on in life, something comes out. Yeah, and they're like, "Well, I'm a different person now," or they're the people who post on like Facebook and Insta, like, "If you can't handle me at my worst, you don't (laughs) deserve me at my best." Yeah, very, shall we say, the negative stereotype of white girl
0: yeah i would I would say that's what you could refer to as like maybe toxic femininity, yes 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 it's just uh horrible person, but she was like one of the more believable characters to me she was she was uh, and and maybe the husband I didn't get much of a feel for the husband other than he just was kind of gaslighting her
1: yeah he he wasn't he wasn't in it a lot. he was gaslighting her. we found out he was a terrible person, but we didn't get a lot of interaction with him except for in the diner when he threatens her, yeah, and in his office when he threatens her, right. And then in the courtroom when he ignores her, like he, he, as much as he is a character, it was more her perception of him. That was his character.
0: Hmm. Okay.
1: Which was very, very interesting. When I, when I left this book, I wrote, I wrote on my notes that I was going to give it a specific rating. Right. But thinking about it after and thinking about what the book actually is versus what I thought it would be, mm-hmm. uh, I ended up raising the rating a bit. Nice. So this is, this is a book I think with strong characters. Um, it is very, very interesting at what it does. I was expecting something completely different. Right. I also think part of the problem of why I was expecting something different was I misremembered the synopsis that like, you know, the brief preview that they give you okay. for the book. Uh, and I confused it with cold water veins <laughs> but, okay. and then I read cold water veins and then I read this and it was like, I thought this one was about a sisterly bond. And I'm like, yeah, there's no yeah. sisters in this. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That was
0: the wrong book. Oh boy. <laughs> You're talking about uh, like a, a warped perspective of the main character. Yes. And uh, that reminds me of probably one of my favorite films, uh, 500 Days of Summer. Never saw it. Know it, but I never saw it. So it's it's really good because it's the, the main character, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Yeah. yeah fantastic yeah. dude. Um, his character is kind of the guy who is a hopeless romantic. He keeps falling in with women, and then they break his heart mm-hmm. because of his expectations. ah, uh, and it this is a cycle that keeps going on. So th- when the film begins, he's right in the middle of a heartbreak. Uh, and his friends are telling him, like, look, you're 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 expecting things that don't line up with reality. You need to chill out and just pay attention to the person you're with, um because you're creating this fantasy. Of who they're like, who you want them to be, right? And then they're always going to fall short of that. Yeah, and then when they slap you in the face with, I, that's not who I am. Yeah. you break your own heart. Exactly. And so it begins with all of his friends telling him this, and then he meets a girl named Summer. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the film, he's with her for five hundred days. Makes sense. But when he starts seeing her, she comes on to him really heavy. But then while they're on like a date or something, she's like, look. I'm not looking for anything permanent or serious. And he says, Oh, yeah, no, I totally get it. That's cool. Ooh, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Yep. And that film th- that f- I think every young man needs to watch that film because it really highlights o- a problem that's really prevalent right now. Is that guys seem to put women on kind of a pedestal mm-hmm. and kind of create this fantasy. Um, and really you like they're people, they're flawed. And so like you, you need to have realistic expectations. You need to check yourself like as much as possible. Right. And and ultimately he, he, he has this like wonderful time with her. She's like fallen in love with him. They have all these special moments and then out of nowhere, she just drops him. Well, quote unquote, out of nowhere. Yeah. Because at the end of the film, it recaps all the events and he's reexamining what happened. And there were signs the whole way Mm. that she was always distant. Yep. But he he was not willing to see it. Yep. And then eventually, when he started getting like really clingy, that's when she dropped him. And I I really, really love that film because it's 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 very much of the the main character is the unreliable narrator. His whole perception of the story is completely warped, and you don't realize it till the very end. But it's a fantastic film if you just want to look at storytelling. In like how to how to completely change a story, yeah. with just a couple of facts, right? Yeah. it's really really good.
1: That's very interesting. It's like Mission Impossible when uh, uh, at the end of Mission Impossible when they uh, they go through and you find out and the villain confesses everything and then Ethan Hunt takes off the mask. Yeah, and it's yeah. Him. Oh no, everything's changed. Oh my god, it's not like that at all. That's just kind of the first thing that came <laughs> to mind. Um, but that that put a lot of things into context for me once I realized, kind of like you mentioned, always uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where every person in that. Like yeah. standard sitcoms are supposed to believe the caricatures of a person, but in Always Sunny, they're all shitheads. They're all awful. Uh, and then <laughs> once you realize that the show becomes better.
0: Yeah. No, it's um, that what's great about, I think it's that and Seinfeld is that the characters and uh, probably maybe curb your enthusiasm. I haven't seen that show, but I, I know either. it from Seinfeld and it's always sunny. The characters are all just completely selfish, horrible people. Yeah. And when they have a scheme and it goes horribly wrong and they get their come ins, that that's what's like funny right right, right. and th- there's this this thing where some writers will make a character who's just an asshole and is mean to people right that's not funny right it's you you need the asshole to always get the justice in the end, right? And and it's and it, it's always sunny. Like they always have a scheme, and by the end of the film, they'll they'll have taken one step forward and two steps back. Right? Like they're always worse off because of how shitty they are. Exactly. And that's important. That's really important if you want your characters to be like that. You have to you have to have some semblance of justice, or else people just have this terrible feeling after watching it. You know exactly. Uh, may I may I
1: add on to that? Uh, hashtag asshole justice sure um just throwing that out there because I couldn't let that slide by (laughs) what's asshole justice is that are you just Just, saying in general just the asshole needs justice
0: (laughs) what are you saying exactly here you said you said it's not good unless the asshole gets justice so you want the asshole to be pounded is what you're saying yeah pounded raw yeah
1: (laughs) okay just get that asshole the swift justice it deserves okay man hashtag asshole justice (laughs)
0: At the end of every episode of this show, the person who read the book must give the book a rating. Our rating system consists of five levels. At the bottom, we have toilet paper. The book is only worth the physical material that it's made of. The next level up is shampoo bottle. It's better than nothing. The third level is IKEA manual. Competent, but not necessarily entertaining or inspiring. The fourth level is Kindle pick. Worth buying electronically and or discounted at a used bookstore. And then the fifth and final and highest level is hardcover. It's an instant classic. You must own this book. So, Inigo Montoya, what is your rating for One Little Mistake?
1: I said before that my rating changed. So, coming out of it fresh, I wrote down that it was going to be a shampoo bottle mm-hmm. um, because the facts were wrong, the characters were stupid, and I didn't like it. Right. But then, once I realized that it had been mismarketed, uh, I did raise it up to an IKEA manual. My official rating is an IKEA manual. Okay. It wasn't entertaining it was just full of people whining to each other right it was the the facts were still wrong yeah. regardless and it didn't give it didn't give me the satisfaction that i wanted in the end um we're also left wondering whether she's going to call will or not right yeah um i don't like that i don't you know i don't i don't like that i
0: don't want my i don't want my flawed character to be that flawed <laughs> i i like it because it it shows that like ultimately Is As much as you may grow and change, you'll never be perfect. There's always going to be that part of you, that that vengeful part, and you have to always deal with that. You're right, but I don't want that vengeful part, and I don't
1: think it's true of most people, that it's murder. Okay, I get it. You know, Um, because then I think she's worse off, in my opinion, than her husband was. Mm -hmm. If, you know, being shitty to someone and gaslighting them is horrible.
0: Killing them is worse. Right. So, the fact she would consider that puts her at a lower bar than her husband.
1: Yeah. I don't think she's exactly, exactly. Um, That's just my opinion, though. Uh, People may feel differently. Right. That's fine. But in my opinion, I didn't, that's not what I was looking for. It's not what I wanted. And it didn't, I didn't, I didn't get any kind of resolution, let alone a good resolution. Yeah. It was just like, uh, okay, maybe he's going to die. That's fine.
0: Can I, can I tell you who my favorite character was? Who was it? And this is probably saying a lot about the book. My favorite character was the toddler who threw the tantrum. <laughs> she, there's like all kinds of baby
1: talk in it too in that tantrum that I left yeah. out. She's like, I want to stay with mama. I don't want to go with grandma. And that was just like the cutest thing in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Because the, the toddler's like, no, I want to stay with mama. I want to stay with mama. And the dad's like, no, we have to go now. And the toddler's not listening. Yeah. And then uh, your mother's a bitch. Mom looks down. She's no, you have to go with him. Okay, honey. And yeah. just being, being a good mom. She okay. blows her a kiss, treating her like nothing's wrong. It actually says, do you remember when you were sick and you had to lie on the couch and watch movies? Well, I'm kind of like that too now. I need my rest. And uh-huh. she says, well, I want to go take care of you. Oh, uh-huh.
0: so nice. cute. So cute. Yeah, definitely. Definitely my favorite character. Yeah. Uh, yeah. this, uh, runner up would be the judge. <laughs> Who was just tired of it all. Just doing judge things. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> judge doing judge things. Just being like, okay, yeah, I get it. Uh, no. <laughs>
0: he puts on a helmet, pulls out a gun, just shoots. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> I still hate the fact that she expected
1: the the husband to avoid the court order to like, yeah, keep extended or keep it longer. <laughs> like, no, that's not how this works. And if you want to, if you want your kids back, play along. Yeah. Who cares? Uh, play along. Uh, you're just making things work for yourself. And, but she's going to kill him and it's going to be fine. So, okay.
0: I think the part that probably frustrates me the most is, how fucking short-sighted everyone was in this yeah 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 yeah, like she didn't expect him to close down the accounts yeah and then he didn't expect her once he knew she knew about the email yep to follow him to his girl it's like what what is anyone
1: doing here no they didn't as much as they felt like as much as they felt like characters they didn't feel like real people
0: right On, on one hand like the things they did, it's like, oh, that's people do that all the time. Yeah, but then looking at like their reasoning, it's like, Jesus, you guys are fucking terrible.
1: Exactly. It's <laughs> I don't, I didn't like the book, so it gets. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm never going to read it again. It gets an IKEA manual because once I realized the tone shift, it did put it into perspective and it made it better. Yeah, but I, it's just not for me.
0: Do you think that the author was really proud about that at the very end, the realization that uh, Farah was psychotic it's like it shifts the whole story i think it's what she built the story around she just had that idea yeah and, okay
1: yeah um i think because i think they say they say the thing with every mystery right is you start with the end and then you build the right. clues from there yeah this very much felt like that and it was like it it very much read like uh from from chapter one i knew she was being poisoned mm-hmm. um and then as soon as far came in I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But then as soon as she started getting her to do stuff, I'm like, oh, she's up to something. I don't know exactly what it is. I don't, I don't know where it's going to go. But I thought she was trying. This is going to sound weird. I thought she was trying to seduce Alexis herself. <laughs> like I thought because it's it very much reads like that. Yeah. It very like they they grow very, very close. And I thought maybe there was a chance it would go that That'd way. That'd be weird. It would have been weird. <laughs> it would have been totally unearned and it wouldn't have been it yeah. wouldn't have been good. But. But that's what it read like she was like that clingy and like that kind that that uh, attached. Yeah. Uh, But then, no, it turns out she just wants to help uh, struggling young women murder their
0: husbands. She wants to live vicariously through them.
1: Yeah. 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 That's that's better
0: phrasing. Yeah.
1: That was a terrible book. (laughs) I still hate it.
0: If you'd like to write in and tell us uh, what you thought about this episode or any other episode, or if you have any suggestions for books to do in the future, you can email us at far at gmail.com. That's apagetoofar at gmail.com. We are also on Twitter and Instagram at far, just as uh, our email reads. Uh, we accept all of our feedback and we'll read it on the show if uh, if it's any critiques or suggestions, that sort of thing. If you don't want us to read what you wrote in your email on the show, that just go ahead and say, I don't want this on the show. Um, we'll, we'll usually read out the username or your actual name if you email us. Um, if you don't want your name said, just make sure you specify that. We also have a lot of bonus content on our Patreon Every month, we have outtakes. Uh, Not everything we record on the show makes it into an episode. Uh, Literally, our our last episode, I went on a 35-minute rant about Captain Marvel. (laughs)
1: It was a long rant. It was a good rant, but it was a long rant. It was
0: really long. And uh, that didn't make it to the episode. So stuff like that, if it's good enough, uh, we'll put on our Patreon as outtakes.
1: The one I did about the Greek gods that one time.
0: Yeah, we we have a footnotes on there uh, where we go on a really long tangent about Greek mythology. Did we ever upload those? Not yet. Okay. It will be by the time this goes up. Sounds good. Yeah. So check that out. Uh, We also do monthly bonus episodes. Every month we'll do one episode that is usually a little bit longer. We don't cut out as much. uh, And that could be pretty much anything. We'll usually keep it to books or related to books, but it may be a book that's one we don't have time for to do in a week, or it may be one that's, you know, a little bit out there and we don't want to put on the regular feed, that sort of thing. Thank you for your support. We love you. Any and all support we get is awesome. We love you guys. Um, we don't want you to support if you can't afford it. We want you to look after yourself first, but any support we get is much appreciated. Uh, This show definitely takes a lot of time out of our schedule to produce. Uh, Editing uh, can take between five and six hours per produced hour of the show. Uh, And we each have to like read books every week and that takes a certain amount of hours. And we both have uh, full-time jobs outside of this podcast. So any support is very much appreciated. Hashtag Bobo Lives. Always never forget. Hashtag them's crazy bitches
1: and hashtag ass justice. Asshole justice.
0: A- hashtag asshole justice. See you guys. Why are you still here? Why am I still here? No, them. I think it's still a valid question. Why am I still here? This is your house.